0: I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, ma'am. A
1: real life superhero. The
0: world needs extraordinary will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero?
1: Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The real brain show. crap, it's February. Well, the shadow, that's me, by the way, it's my, you know, alter ego. The shadow didn't see his shadow this year, so spring is coming early, fools. Well, my goodness, we are ready to rock today. Have some fun. We're going to nerd out. I'm nerding out on some anti-inflammatory drinks, and I have to share all of that with you. We have some really cool and positive stuff to share, as well as a few good things we've been watching lately. So, you know, come and anti-inflame with us. all been run away. Bravely ran away, away I didn't When danger reared its ugly head He bravely turned his tail No and brave about I and didn't Let's rock it, it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Welcome to The Real Brian Show Thanks for joining us That quote for me never gets old, man <laughs> The whole scene. They're just like, oh, where did he go? Brave Sir Robin ran away.
0: (laughs) I've I've got. Okay, I I have hairs growing out of my ear holes now,
1: and and they itch the insides of my ears. Does that make you officially old if that happens?
0: Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When yeah. you start getting hair growing out of the insides of your ears, yeah. you are officially old. Yes.
1: So that's when you got to go through and you got to take like a razor, you know, and a little, you know, cut them or or grab tweezers yeah. and pl- oh, that would hurt, man. Tweezers and yeah, yeah, ooh. They oh, I don't you know know about make
0: that. those those nose hair clippers that you can you know put up in your nostril. And yeah. Kind of run around. Well, I got to do that in my ear.
1: <laughs> ear <laughs> they do make ear hair trimmers. I've heard of that actually. It's like nose trimmers <laughs> and ear. Hair. You know what I really want is a beard trimmer where I can go through and, and just kind of, you know, go over the face. But all it does is just kind of trim down the stubble a little bit so that it looks uniform, looks good. I don't want to... Ne- so like, a,
0: like an eternal five o'clock shadow, is that what you're yeah, going
1: for? Yeah, yeah, I love the stubble. <laughs> I think it's kind of nice. I mean, once in a while, like, oh, you know, I, oh, I hit the microphone. Oh, this,
0: oh, come on. Anyway, oh. um
1: you know, you're supposed to, once in a while, I'll, I'll do like uh, what I call Smooth Steve, shave the... Did you ever, there was this band called Audio Adrenaline, and uh, they did this, this song in there And it was this really funny thing It was like this coffee shop recreation And they're talking and it's like uh, Alright, our, our next performer His name is uh, I don't know what his name is And they're like, oh, sorry He goes, uh, oh, it's uh, Smooth Steve from K-Jazz So uh, here you go He's like, hey, thanks I'm, I'm Smooth Steve, you know I, Actually, I think the guy that was The radio DJ His name was Smooth Steve from K-Jazz That's what it was But I was just like Smooth, smooth Steve, man So every time I shave smooth, clean I go, alright, I'm Smooth Steve in it today that's smooth. The, that's Steven deal. Smooth Steven it, man. It's, there you go. Smooth.
0: But Steven, but no Stevia, please. I want
1: to do the Steven ML stubble, though, is what I'm kind of looking for. So uh, you know, shout out over there to uh Mr. Arrow himself. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, man. I'm first of all, I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative. I'm
0: appreciative. I'm, I'm appreciative too.
1: I'm appreciative of you joining us, gum. Take what? I'll tell you. What. I tell heck you fire. Dag heckfire, dagum. Yeah, but what in a tarnation are you doing here watching us or listening to us right now? I tell you what, but I'll tell you this is gonna be a fun Take episode today. Dagum.
0: Heck fire. There go. <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: I <laughs> hey, I want to do a huge shout out to my friend, Jim and Jim. Thank you, man. Uh, in fact, uh, hopefully, ho- hopefully he's okay with this. I'm going to, did you ever see my, the real Brian show phone case right there? Pretty cool. Yeah. huh?
0: So You're a nice. huge, Otterbox,
1: right? yeah, Otterbox man, go Otterbox yep. huge shout out though, to, uh, to Jim. We lost track for a few years. I think I reached out and I think he reached out and, you know, it's just like two ships in the night passing each other. Titanic sunk, Carpathia, saved a few, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> he just like randomly reached out and I wanted to sort of read what he said. Don't worry, Jim. I'm, an, I'm not going to give him personal details here, but okay. Actually, captain, first of all, over this last weekend, you know, I'm, I'm working through stuff now, what I I don't think a lot of people, if you're not an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily do this. Maybe you understand, maybe you don't. But once in a while, you kind of go, all right, let's do like a, you know, take status, you know, let, let, let's take, um, I don't even know, but you know, let, let, let's take the blood pressure of the business and the show and yeah. make sure everything, the vitals, there you go. That's what I was looking for.
0: Yeah. Put your finger on the pulse.
1: Yeah. Getting a pulse. There so we were talking about the show and we were talking about, you know, you kind of start to wonder sometimes you're like, all right, well, is the show making a difference? Are we, are we fulfilling the goal that we set out to do? Do the listeners and the viewers like it? Do you get something out of it do you walk away better than you were before stuff like that and of course yeah. you know me being um a type seven you have a lot of emotions you care about what people think you know it's one of the weaknesses so i'm like i don't know man i, I don't know if people are liking it i don't know if anyone i mean i don't know i just don't hear back from a lot of people so it is that, and that's very 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 normal by the way you know you do a podcast yeah. you hear back from like less than two percent of the listeners so sure. yeah i mean i never know right well i get this message from Jim who I haven't talked to in years saying like, Hey, I found your show. Like I just listened to your podcast. Actually. That's what he said. And I'm like, wait, wait, seriously. Like how did, and he goes, well, it's exactly what I've been looking for. And then he was talking about, you know, how he was going through a tough time and all that. And so he was talking about how like the show and our voice like reached him out of the tough time. And it was just like this huge encouragement to him. And then he was talking awesome. about, you know, I think I love how funny you guys are. And, you know, it's, it's so much fun. It's exactly what I love. And then he was laughing about the whole 19 rings thing from <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: like, was last week. That, that was, yeah, no, I, I was, I'm still embarrassed funny. about that. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so he was just he was just saying, like, just some really very encouraging things. And I'm, I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to say any more. But I mean, I, I got to tell you how encouraging that was for me to hear that. One is it answered my question. I was asking this question literally like I think a day or two before that message came in, his message mm-hmm. comes in. I'm like, it answered my question, but the more positive thing was it was encouraging and like it lifted him out of this, this tough time. And I was just like, dude,
0: yeah, that's, that just, that's that just really totally made my day. That made my day I as made well. My year I, so I far. About it. Yeah. Yeah. 2022.
1: We're good, man. We can, we can go to 2023 now, dude, guess what I'm drinking.
0: Wait, it's gotta have something to do with tea or coffee. Or a combination therein. Yeah. Uh, can you
1: see the liquid here? I'm I'm not going to turn it too much or else it'll spill everywhere. But do you see that? It kind of looks coffee-ish, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah. Does. It looks like blood, actually. Yeah. It's a Klingon blood wine. Although it, it, it is not, but it smells amazing. It. It is. Are you ready for this, Captain? Are you ready for this? I'm ready for anything. Elderberry tea.
0: Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So I can I can smell it from here. Actually, dude, uh, I do smell it through my screen.
1: You want to know what's amazing about that? Is that it smells amazing. So I don't know why you would like be using that as an insult. Your father smelt the elderberries. I'm like, smells really good.
0: Have you ever been around an elderberry bush?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I have.
0: Okay, there's yeah, a me neither, but never mind. Oh. <laughs>
1: There's a, there's a garden here actually that does all kinds of stuff. And we walked by and it was the whole Sambucus plant. You know, I don't know the whole genus, but elderberry bush. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's what little elderberries look like. They're little tiny little things. It's the coolest little thing. And I was trying to like smell them. They don't smell like anything. We have taken like, uh, well taken by the way, they're like these little elderberry gummy supplements and they'll have zinc in them. And they're supposed to be used for like flu and cold season or if you're sick and stuff like that. They taste I really good, by gummy. the way.
0: I love gummy supplements, by yeah, the way. That's, yeah. that's my new thing. I, 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 every day at lunch, I take a bunch of gummy vitamins. So. Oh yeah, yeah, dude,
1: they're, they're so good. Yeah. So it tastes good, it smells good. And then I've mentioned this before, but you know, the apple cider vinegar thing, I've consumed mm-hmm. what they call Kavita, that's the name of the brand. So right. they'll have yep. apple cider vinegar and then they have different flavors and one of them is elderberry, which I like the elderberry huh? the yeah. most. And then it has like a little bit of apple juice in there just to kind of sweeten it a little bit so it's not too strong. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. You know, it's got all the probiotics. I usually drink one of those, well, like a half of one once in a while. So I've come to like elderberry. I've been hearing all about anti-inflammatory foods and and lifestyle and stuff like that for a long time. And so, you know, I'm on YouTube looking for something and this one thing randomly popped up, you know, and that happens once in a while. YouTube tries to feature someone and I'm like, oh, look, the 10 top anti-inflammatory drinks. Well, I like creating drinks, you know, so cool. Let's go check on that. And I'm reading through all of these and, and really quickly I'm just gonna I'm gonna read a couple of these off. They're really fun. But you've got the elderberry tea, you've got turmeric tea, by the way. Uh jammu juice, which is an Indonesian drink that's actually intended. I know jammu. Jammu it's, like, it's just a cool and it's like Jawa, Jawa juice, you know? You remember Jawa juice in and, and, uh yeah. Attack of the Clones? Yeah. You want some Jawa juice? You know, something like totally. that. Totally. Yeah. Jammu juice. Jammu juice. So that's that. Uh they've got some other things. They've got a, a pineapple turmeric smoothie. Oh my gosh.
0: There's like what what's What's in Jammu juice, by the way, it's Indonesian. What is it?
1: Yeah. So it is turmeric root and ginger root. And let's see what else I think they've got. Oh, a little bit of lemon, coconut water, and a little teeny bit of honey to sweeten okay. it a little bit. So it's mostly turmeric and ginger and then a little bit of lemon, but uh, pretty intense from what I understand. I hadn't yet, but we actually were like, let's make yeah. this. This will be f I I like experimenting with stuff like this, you know? Yeah, she's got a bunch of other stuff in here too that are really cool, like how to make your own golden milk, which I was talking about the turmeric milk, um, which is really good. It's got like a, a lot of fun golden milk. I know the name is dumb, <laughs> but do you remember the blueberry smoothie I was talking about when we were gaming? Yes, that's yeah, the one too. Great. Oh my gosh, it, and it was glorious. So the pineapple turmeric smoothie, I'm, I'm very excited about. I think we're going to try that one tonight. Anyway, I'm looking through this and I'm thinking this is fun. Well, why am I looking at anti-inflammatory stuff? Inflammation. Okay, so there's a good type of inflammation, right? It's the process where your body's white blood cells and the things that those make and all that essentially protect you from infection from what they call the outside invaders, viruses, bacteria, that kind of thing. So that's the good hmm, inflammation. Yeah. However, there are times where certain things will trigger inflammation in our body, but there's nothing to fight off. So oh, yeah. that's okay. bad. And that's where you hear about acute or chronic inflammation. And you know this kind of stuff leads to cancer, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, asthma, stuff like that. Yeah, and so they talk about this, and, and I'm sure, Captain, you've probably heard about you know the need to have a lower anti-inflammatory diet, you know, lifestyle. I've
0: heard, I've heard. I'm not very good at uh, at implementing it, and I'm I'm one I'm of those people either. who probably should be uh, more implementing it, I, not because I, I I happen yeah. to know I I have more or less constant inflammation in some parts of my body that I just gotten yeah. used to so much over the last years that I don't I don't notice it very often, but when I do, I get worried. So you know, I I actually personally believe that.
1: And this is based on what I've read. I've read a lot of stuff on this. It's kind of ridiculous, actually, that inflammation is probably our greatest enemy when it comes to our bodies. Like, yeah, stress is part of it. The foods we eat are part of it. The exercise we don't get (laughs) is part of it. I mean, and and I'm the same way. I'm not perfect at all in this area. Not even close, you know, but, you know, I've had those heart palpitations. I've had, you know, with the whole back issue and stuff and just inflammation that constantly happens down in that area. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, other things like that. I've had other things. And so it's like, and they say, well, you know, there's nothing wrong. It's fine. Everything's great. And I'm kind of like, okay, but is there a way to heal the body from the inside? And now, you know, instead of taking like a pill or some pharmaceutical, can I heal it from the inside out? And how do I do that? And I know that lowering stress is probably one of the biggest things. And I know that stress is probably one of the biggest inflammatory responses that we have uh, or that, and not that we have, it's an inflammatory response to the stress,
0: but It leads to inflammation, sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I thought, what do we do? Like, how do we we reduce inflammation in our bodies? So this is something I've been nerding out on. And yes, okay, stress, sleep, lower your stress, get better exercise, get more exercise, you know. But then it's the whole eating healthier foods and eating foods that are more anti-inflammatory in nature. And that is actually, turmeric is one of them. In fact, yeah, my primary (laughs) care, interestingly enough, you know, she was like, I would actually recommend you taking a turmeric supplement and or drinking, consuming more turmeric for your body because I would be curious to know if it actually lowers some of these issues. So I've been looking into this because of what she suggested and of course other things that I've read and then this video popped up and so I was trying all these things like the blueberry smoothie and the turmeric tea and now this elderberry tea because honestly, Mm. and they're all good so far, I'm having fun with them. So I'm like, why not? You know, add something fun to the body. So that's what I'm nerding out on. I nice, you know what I, I'm but- going to post that, that link in the show notes and in the description below on YouTube, I'm going to post the YouTube channel,
0: that video that I was mentioning as well as her, her website that has those recipes. Cause it's good. <laughs> I think, Maybe I might look into getting a tur- turmeric supplement because, uh, you know, I don't yeah. cook with turmeric ever. Um, and, um, you know, making drinks with turmeric in it, I, it's just not quite my thing. I'd, I'd rather, but I, I would be interested in looking into that. So, thank you. But it's does a, a
1: does a turmeric pineapple smoothie sound good to you?
0: I don't know. Uh, pineapple smoothie sounds fantastic. Yeah. Pineapple is more or less my favorite fruit, by the way. Okay. Um, but I don't know if a turmeric pineapple smoothie would be good or not because I'm so... I'm so sold on my banana smoothies, uh, which are it's, good. It's just, which I crave so much. And I, so I, I consume a ton of bananas. Uh, okay. I eat a lot of bananas every month through smoothies. So I don't know. I don't know. A Pineapple yeah. smoothie or a turmeric pineapple smoothie. We'll see. Dude, but, this hey. elderberry tea is so freaking good. <laughs> Holy cow. This is the first time I've tasted it. Wow. I, I found something I thought you might appreciate Brian on, on the good news network. Yeah. Do uh, tell, do tell. There's an article about a Finnish startup company called Rens that makes sneakers out of used coffee grounds and recycled plastic bottles. Nice. Seriously. (laughs) That's awesome. You can buy these shoes on Amazon for about $120. Oh, wow. You can buy them. Now, now, yeah, $120 is pretty steep for shoes, but yeah. And, and, you know, it's a startup. So of course they're going to be a lot more expensive out the box, but it's not egregious. I don't think. And I'm a little, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of toying with the possibility of getting, I mean, I kind of need a new pair of loafers and apparently these, uh, these shoes are very comfy and they slide on kind of like loafers do. They've already so far made 250,000 water bottles and about 750,000 cups of coffee worth of grounds wow. into sneakers and they're waterproof. Whoa. Uh, they're really, they, they even have a, they're, they're waterproof because, you know, because of all the plastic content sure. and they even have a biodegradable milky tree sap for the outer sole. Oh, that's cool. Now I'm thinking, wait, biodegradable wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't if you're out in the, if you're walking in the rain, would they not start falling apart? Apparently not. <laughs> uh, just yeah. that when you throw them away, they eventually do dissolve. So You know, they they come with a one year warranty on the waterproofing and a thirty day money back guarantee. So I don't know, anyone out there curious? Uh, Yeah, just the novelty of wearing coffee and plastic. Yeah, you know, shoes made out of coffee grounds just by themselves.
1: Well, this is kind of neat. I don't know, they do look kind of cool. I mean, they they come. I'm looking at this now, nine different colors. Mm -hmm. They're waterproof, super comfy, and they absorb odors.
0: Yeah. So stinky feet. Please tell me they they smell kind of like coffee. That would be awesome. Oh yeah,
1: these are fascinating. I, I. I'm I'm looking at them right now. I mean, I guess you could probably get some that would, if you look at them correctly, you could use these as I guess kind of a semi casual, not, not like a, you're going to go out and, you know, go to the gym kind of shoe, but if you're wearing some nice, nicer pants, you know, kind of that elegantly casual kind of look, you could use these for that. Interesting. Some of them yeah. are. Yeah, this, this is, and they're unique. They have this weird design on the, on the front. I really like them. Oh man. Dang yeah, it. Cool, Dang it. Oh, oh look, you can save an <laughs> extra $10 if you buy them from Amazon right now. And they're uh Ooh, but their ratings are only three and a half stars. Uh-oh.
0: Oh really? I didn't Uh-oh. check the ratings. So I'm going to have to look into that one. I
1: wonder if they mm, don't fit yeah. well. That could be, you know, and, and my problem is, is I've got, man, uh, I'm size 14 on feet. And I have a triple a narrow, by the way, like my feet literally look like a, a ski.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These aren't for you. Probably not. These are probably (laughs) super You probably don't make them in your size, but I just thought that that was really neat that, that somebody actually made a, a shoe that they're selling on the market out of coffee grounds and recycled bottles. That's pretty neat. That's pretty cool, man. I have to look it up. That's That's awesome. The stuff people come up with. I appreciate that,
1: dude. This is so freaking good. All I did is I bought some, <laughs> some dried freeze dried elderberries and you, mm-hmm. you boil them in water with a cinnamon stick and that's it, dude. I mean, no sugar, nothing, man. And it's the cinnamon gives it a sweetness, but mm-hmm. holy cow, this is so, I, I was kind of expecting wow. it to be a little bitter and maybe a little
0: like, uh, okay. That's an acquired taste. And I'm like, it's drink stinky, this yeah. all day long, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, we're sons oh, of, we're, we're children of Money Monty Python, and uh, yeah. I mean, I grew up thinking elderberries stink, so.
1: So did I. I thought it was a nasty Thanks. thing, and I'm like, they smell wonderful.
0: Thanks, Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, you
1: guys lied to us. All right, give us an origin. Oh. Speaking of origins, by the way, elderberries <laughs> don't smell bad. Here's an origin for you.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> this, or, this week's origin comes uh, via our good friend, Mike. You all know Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mike, he, he wanted Mike. to know where dudes where's skin of my teeth where does by the skin of my teeth come from because it's kind of gross yeah why yeah. do people talk like that Teeth it don't have skin well okay mike uh now i saw several websites that answer this question but from wonderopolis.org that's the one i pulled this from whenever you succeed at something or just barely do so people often say you did so by the skin of your teeth we all know this this expression means you succeeded but only by a very narrow margin right this phrase has ancient origins in, the, in verse 20 of chapter 19 of the book of Job in the Bible, the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, describing the illness that has made him so sick, he has barely has anything left of his body. Job says, quote, my bone clings to my skin and to my flesh, and I have escaped by the skin of my teeth, unquote. Interesting. It's, yeah. So despite its old roots, roots, sorry, despite its, it's old roots. roots <laughs> it doesn't appear that the that the phrase became popular until the 19th century. Although it is a very common phrase today, it can be confusing for many kids uh, the first time they hear it. After all, it's not like you have skin on your teeth like you have on the rest of your body. The phrase takes its meaning from this very fact. Duh! Uh, if your if your teeth did have skin, it's so thin as to be imaginary. In other words, it's barely there. Some clever kids who know a lot about teeth might mention that sometimes your teeth do have a sort of skin on them. Can you, can you guess? Microscopic yeah. bacteria yes. in your, in your <laughs> mouth can form a film called plaque on your teeth overnight, right? Uh, so this microscopic film can't be seen, so it's barely there. Either way, you look at it by the skin of your teeth is a good way to get across the message that something barely happened. So the, okay. most of this origin was a, of course, but I did not know where it came from. Mm. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to hear that that phrase is, you know, a couple thousand years old. So. Yeah. Thank you, Mike, very much for yeah. suggesting that that origin. That was awesome. I've been honestly
1: wondering that myself, Mike. So like when you brought that up, I was like, yes, <laughs> please. Oh, we got to do this one. I was like, what the heck was up with this statement? So thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. This is what is on our watch list right now. We've got a lot. I mentioned last, it's been the last couple of weeks and all that, that I've been watching around the world in 80 days. Yeah. Dude. I need to start
0: that. You've been raving about it off, off uh, camera and I just can't. Yeah. I got to get to it so
1: the complaints that i'm seeing online when people are reviewing it is well, it's not like the back no it's not like the book well it's it's taking liberties like a lot of okay when sure. really how many tv shows and or movies have you seen that actually follow the book to the t how many really? I mean, maybe a handful or less.
0: One, one that I can name. It's Band of Brothers, uh, and it's oh, and even that's not okay. to the T. It's it's super super close though. So. And the Dune
1: miniseries did a pretty good job too. But even then, it's like you know yeah. they still took liberties. And so, right. I love the fact when somebody does like we were even just talking about um, Total Recall the other night when we were gaming. There's Total Recall. You've got the Arnold version. You've got the the newer version and all that. And it's just like the Colin
0: version. We're gonna call it the Colin. The version. Colin version. Yeah.
1: They were both so different. And that's what I loved about it is that I wasn't, at first I was starting to compare it and I'm like, this is not even the same story hardly. Then I stopped comparing it and I loved it. And I thought, oh, they're just two different movies. It's like I've said yeah. about, you know, uh, Ready Player One. The book was right. amazing. The movie changed things just enough that it was a bit different enough that I was like, oh, I'm not going to compare it to the book anymore. But so many people love to compare things to the books and the comics. And then they get so angry when it's not the same. And it's just like, well, I, you know, if you're living like get- that, you're going to hate it. So
0: and I and I get that. We talked about that before. I really get that if a book or comic is that popular and that that impactful on the fans, I think it behooves the 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 show creators that are that are adapting those things. I think it behooves them to try to, to try to stick to the story in the book as closely as they can. And now I know I know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, subjectivity to that, but yeah. I just feel like they they would they would they would do less damage to themselves and to their property if they If they did that, if they, as much as they could, now I know that they can't always do that for, you know, there are certain reasons why a given story is not filmable in Mm -hmm. parts or, or throughout. I could go either way, to be honest, because sometimes I've not read the book, so I don't care.
1: Sometimes Mm -hmm. I've read the book and I have something in my mind. And so when it comes to film, even if they were following the book, it's someone else's imagination and interpretation that was different from what I imagined. So they're still never going to really live up to my expectation anyway but content
0: well what happens first second third that type of thing
1: i think the expectation that should be set from this point forward like movies and tv show show showrunners would do well to to heed these these words of wisdom i'm going to share you have two options you say we loved this book so much or this comic that we're going to do our own version of it it's not going to be like the book or the comic. We're going to do our own interpretation because we're fans and we want to create something new. And
0: I would be like inspired by, I I would clap. I would be like, good job. Or if they say, if they say inspired by, I would understand.
1: But even then, just to say that like we loved it and, but we want to do our own take and something new. The answer, because the expectation has been set. The fans do not expect it to be like the book and hopefully they can go and enjoy it. Or hopefully second option, they come in and they say, we loved this book so much or this comic we're going to bring it to life to the best of our ability. And then the expectation has been set that it's going to be as close to the book or the comic as possible. And everybody should be forgiving in the sense of the, that they did their best. So yeah. that that's how I would like to see them maybe market it because then we have an yeah. expectation. We know what it's going to be. And if they said, we want to do something different, then go for it, man, have fun. Cause like, right. I don't remember the around the world in 80 days book. I read it a long time ago, you know, and it's like, and I enjoyed I it. Read it. Yeah, so, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, the movie with, uh, you know, Jackie Chan back in, what was it 2003 or whatever was just total cheese, but it was a lot of fun. You know, Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger Chan. was in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love that guy. But this version with David Tennant, it's just, it's so good. Even if it's not exactly like the book, their interpretation of it is, it's just Fantastic. They've done a great job with it. The acting is great. The character development is wonderful. The locales are great. The story is great. So I really completely disagree with all the negative reviews about this show. I really think it's a great show. I know that's my, again, that's my subjective opinion, but I think it's amazing.
0: Yeah. And, and you have the one up on the people who didn't like it because you enjoy it and you have fun with it and yeah. they didn't. So I I'm mean, having a great That's day. really where it comes down to. Do you really, yeah. do you enjoy it? That's what matters. That's, that's yeah. always what matters. Exactly. So.
1: All right. A couple more things coming up that I'm very excited about. First of all, Orville season three is coming out March 10th. Now I wanted to shout out to seven blue seven. He is so passionate about this show. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. So he was sending all these things like, oh my gosh, they're going to cancel Orville if they don't get enough, you know, fans to watch and you know, watch live. And, and then I think if like if you DVR it, it has to be uh, like within the first two or three days or something in order to be counted on the ratings or something like that. Interesting. So he's just so... Pa- I mean, I am too, by the way. I want to sure. see this show survive. They need a season four. It's such a great show. And apparently what they're supposed to do with season three because it's been, it's been delayed so much. There was COVID. Yeah, and then, of course, there's just a lot of, of production issues. And then it was switching from Fox over to Hulu. So it's finally coming out, but they're doing less episodes, but they're making them longer. So they're going to be somewhere in the 50 to 60 ish minute episodes instead of the 42 oh, okay. minute. And so they're okay. saying the production is bigger. They've actually really upgraded the bridge. I've seen some pictures and I mean, it looks beautiful. They've, they've gone from it looking like a TV show production to like movie, movie level. So huh. I'm, I'm really, really, really excited about this. I can't wait. But if you are a fan of Orville, then I'm going to ask you to uh, follow seven blue sevens advice and please Please get it out there, share it with people, talk about it. I think we should review it, whether or not anybody watches the the episodes of the review or not. I don't care. I think we should do it just to show them that it's like, no, look, people love this show. Let's keep it going. I mentioned a show. Did you have, I know you haven't watched this, but there's a, it's another superhero show called Raising Dion that was on Netflix. Yeah. And I mentioned it. Yeah. I watched it a long time ago and I said that it was kind of one of those weird shows where it's appealing to superhero fans, kind of nerdy, geeky types. And then it's also appealing to like women. And cause, cause clearly the, the main uh, female, the mom and the show is definitely, it's definitely a targeted towards women and empowering women and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. All good. Okay. Right. But it, it, at times I kind of go, it's almost like they're trying to reach two different audiences here. It's kind of weird, but I really, really liked it. It was very interesting. You know, it's about her kid who's, I mean, he's pretty young. He's gotta be like what, seven maybe in the show or something like that. And he develops all these powers and you're kinda like, is this a kid's show? And then you're like, No, it's not a kid's show. So anyway, it's really fun, but season two just came out this week, and so I'm just throwing that one out as a as an interesting one. And oh oh, Captain, another one. Star Trek So you remember Captain Christopher Pike
0: that was in season three season two already. Season two of, of Discovery, yeah. Yeah they
1: had been rumored that he was going to get his own show it was going to be called star trek strange new worlds it was going to be about the adventures of captain pike on the enterprise comes out may 5th
0: nice i can't wait that that will that i feel like we should definitely review because we'll both be watching that and uh yeah. and the, the 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 pike episodes of of discovery were fantastic some I mean, of it was best. just it's it, he he helped make season 2 i think the best season of discovery so i
1: think he was my, I think still to this day, he's still my favorite character of, of discovery. Ironically, he yep. was the most likable. I mean, I don't know what it was. They, they whether it was the actor, whether it was the, the character or the right, I don't know, but he was just the person you just go, yeah, I like this guy and he's a good captain. He's respectful. He doesn't have issues and he's not. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, oh, resident alien. Oh my gosh. So I talked oh, about yeah. season one last year or was it? I guess it was last year. Yeah. It's with
0: um Alan with Tudyk. Yeah. Wash yeah, from Wash. Firefly.
1: Yeah, Alan's been on a lot, dude. Nathan Fillion plays an octopus in the show. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous.
0: That so sounds like Nathan Fillion. Yeah. It he's, is, he's, he so good. does some strange roles lately. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I first started watching Resident Alien, I was just kind of like, "What is this show about? This is really weird." You know, it's about an alien who assumes human form, living on the Earth, and he's trying to kill everybody. And it's very irreverent. There's a lot of hilarious humor and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! I mean, you even need to watch the intro because it's very short, but you know, the intro of the show and it's got like those, uh, you you know, like those, um, when you're on a plane and it's got those cards about how to exit a plane or how to use the seat. And it's like those little diagrams and they're little poorly drawn cartoon kind of looking things. That's what the intro is like, except it's like, it's like a manual for him to know, here's how you act on earth. And here's not how you act on earth. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really, and it has to do with every, every episode is actually different and it's really fun. So you want to watch those intros, but Oh, my gosh. Like, of course, of course, Alan Tudyk is awesome. And he plays the role perfectly. And the cast is incredible. They did a great job with it. I loved season one. The kids, dude, the two kids in the show steal the show. They're so awesome. And then
0: uh yeah, we need to catch up on that.
1: When season two came out, I was just like, oh, it came out this week. And I was like, I got to watch the first episode. Started off with Space Oddity by David Bowie. And I was like, oh, here oh, we go.
0: Nice. It's great, man.
1: It's such a great show. So. Sweet. If you're a, uh, it's sci-fi. If you're a, if you're a, a resident alien fan or anything like that, or an Alan Tudyk fan, you got to watch it. I mean, it is, it's awesome. It's not a, not a family show again, but it's fun. Yeah. The, the, you would you, like it. I think captain.
0: I would. Cause you had me on irreverent and we're going to talk yeah. about something else. Irreverent next. Uh, Why don't you please? I, I sincerely appreciate irreverent comedy. <laughs> <laughs> comedy, comedy that offends as many people as possible is a very, very good friend of mine. Well, hold on um, because though. Because I'm, does because it because actually I don't offend though? Reasonably.
1: Or is it just, they just make fun of everybody and no one is safe and, but everybody is made fun of equally and everybody is still valued though.
0: I think you could count that as quote unquote offensive uh, okay. In, okay. In, uh, to, to certain people. Now, speaking of offensive peacemaker, peacemaker yep. guys. Yep. You want to watch something offensive, irreverent, <laughs> funny out. I mean, like, did they just show that funny peacemakers, your show? Did they just say that HBO max? Yeah. yeah. Dude. I, I honestly think this is for me the best DC content I've personally seen since man of steel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause a, I love man of steel. I'm sorry, but Peacemaker is a totally different thing, but it, it, the over-the-top over over reverent irreverence is something I really appreciate because it's so offensive. One of my pet peeves is when people get easily offended. It has been for decades. So whenever I see something that's extra offensive, I generally get on board. Yeah. Um, it's just really fun, crazy, out of control. I look forward to every episode. Speaking of intros, the intro to that show <laughs> is pretty weird, <laughs> where yeah. they're all dancing. The main character, Peacemaker. By the way, who was from uh, uh, the latest uh, Suicide Squad yeah. by James Gunn
1: and John Cena? Um, by the way, is the actor?
0: He has a pet eagle, a pet bald eagle named Eagly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I I wonder. I I haven't looked into this, but is is Eagly all CG or is there a bit of actual bald eagle in there? Dude, some in I, some of the scenes. He
1: looks so real, so I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. Like he actually looks like a trained eagle. <laughs> I have to tell you, <laughs> Eagly has got to be one of my. Probably one of my top favorite coolest animal characters of all time now.
0: Yeah. He is so so awesome. He's amazing. And, and, and so basically for those of you who don't really know what peacemaker is, it's, it's, it's guardians of the galaxy with no holds barred. Yeah. It's totally R rated. And you can even, you can even skirt X rated on this one. And he's like, okay. And so, and he does, he, he, He delivers, (laughs) and that's what the show is. So, yeah, definitely for sure not a family show. Yeah. And not for the faint of heart.
1: Yeah. That's the one thing I don't like about it is when they start skirting the beyond R. I, I, I'm just not a fan of that. I don't need to see that. I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's just to me, like I'm, I'm one of those people that just doesn't want to get desensitized to that kind of thing, you know, because I yeah. think like our society has become, it's like, oh, it's no big deal. And I'm like, it is a big deal. Yeah. Actually, if you really think about it, it is a, it is a big deal, but we don't think of it that way. So well,
0: that's, and that's on one hand, I really respect, I, I truly respect that, that take on it, Brian. Yeah. I do. Uh, I, I respect that. And, and you're, and in many ways you're right, but your reaction to that is exactly why I like this show. (laughs) Well,
1: no, I mean, okay. So I, (laughs) I appreciate the irreverence a lot because that's one of the reasons I loved community. That TV show was just one of my absolute favorites. True. True. No one was safe on that show. But the thing is, is that, you know, it was a community of friends and they all loved each other they all valued each other and they all made fun of each other. It's just tr- simple trash talk, but it's all trash talk done out of love and stuff like that. And that's yeah. what I loved. And I feel like even in this show, even with peacemaker, it's a little more, um, irreverent, you know, than community as, as far as that goes, but they oh, still, yeah. you're starting to feel that bond. And even though they're kind of trash talking each other, you're, you're still feeling the love and the value of each other. Yeah. It's true to me, you know, I, man, I got, I, I got to tell you though, when it comes to like making fun of people, so me playing basketball, dude, we've, I've played basketball most of my life. You trash talk on the court. You're totally (laughs) like, oh man, you know? And the thing is though, is that, you know, it's not malicious. You know that this person is not trying to actually truly hurt you and stuff. You're just trash talking and it's done out of respect. It's done out of love. It's done out of valuing each other. To me, I I don't have a problem with that. I think that's awesome. I think we all need that a little bit in our lives. I think we all need to laugh at ourselves and we need to laugh at each other. Because it's funny. We all make really dumb choices and mistakes sometimes that just need to be laughed off, learn from it, move on, you know? What I don't approve of is when somebody is intentionally mean, malicious, and hurtful because they want to make you like I feel terrible, so I'm gonna intentionally hurt this person to feel better. Right. That's right. not okay, right? Well, right. in this show, you know, when you when we talk about irreverent, no one's safe, you know, kind of thing, they're not actually hurting each other. I mean, Everybody's represented. Everybody's making fun of each other, and it's so funny and it's wonderful, and I appreciate it. And so, yeah, I really do enjoy the show. But like I said, I, I just like we talked about, I just I don't appreciate them pushing beyond the R rating. That that's right. not my thing.
0: <laughs> They've only done it once, or no, that's twice. They've times. done it twice. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: but thankfully, it's like quick. You know, it's in and out. But I'm like, oh, uh, but you're right. It is James Gunn. He did Guardians of the Galaxy. He was held back, so he says, you know, and uh, well, well, I'm like air
0: quotes are now, here. Held now we back. know how much, now we know how much he was held back. Uh, now yeah. the peacemaker's out. So it's interesting.
1: I will say yeah. though, that it's a, it's a good story. The characters, man, they have developed those characters so quickly. The actors have stepped up to do that. You know, the characters, I mean, I've only watched three episodes personally. You're, mm-hmm. you're through five, I think
0: in yeah, three episodes,
1: it, I know the characters I'm still don't even know who half the bridge crew characters are in star Trek discovery after four seasons, <laughs> three episodes, man. I feel, I know the characters, yep. so it, it's a good show and it's fun. Oh, and, and just a, a little bit of a side note for Eagly, We actually went and did some Eagle watching a couple of weeks ago, looking oh, yeah. for bald eagles. We saw a bunch of them, by the way. And then there were six bald eagles that were actually down on the ice of a lake trying to fish in one of the little ice holes. It was really uh, cool. I was like, this is uh, cool. It's like cool. Eagly, And by the way, I just looked up Eagly. according to Looper who I think speaks the truth. A eagerly is 100% CGI.
0: Okay. Okay. Which it's well, really assume. good CGI. Yeah, it really is. It's though. some of the best I've seen actually. So yeah,
1: but I know that they train animals because, you know, there was a, a bunch of movies back in the, well, it would have been like eighties and nineties and early two thousands where, you know, they had the famous grizzly bear and it was Bart, Bart the bear. And he was this massive grizzly lived to be like late twenties. I want to say it had cancer. Oh wow. He actually came to Colorado for cancer treatment. And hmm. I didn't get to meet him, but my boss got to meet him and all that and he was actually like in the town I lived in and I was like, "Oh, this is so cool, but the bear was trained, a freaking grizzly was fully trained, had never hurt anyone and was like cr- quite an amazing actor," in quotes I'm putting that. Yeah. So, I know they can train wow. animals, uh but I don't know, they probably wouldn't with a bald eagle yeah. being that it's the national bird.
0: Like like the scenes where he's holding the eagle might be the, uh, an actual eagle, but then when the eagle's hugging him, obviously that's not, <laughs> that's so that's cool. not an actual
1: eagle. <laughs> it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen. He's hugging me quick get my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. So good. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to talk about a couple of other movies that I'm actually not done watching yet, but I'm I'm in the process of them. You know me, I jump around a lot. I like to watch like little things at a time and all that. Right. So the first one I'm going to say, because this one, I don't have a huge positive response on this one, but Marvel, the Marvel movie Eternals, which actually came out earlier. You and I were talking about going to watch it in the theater. Right? We didn't. That didn't happen. So it's out now and I've been trying to watch it. Dude, I am really struggling to get through this movie. Like I'm, I'm still not done. I just don't really kind of want to finish it. It's interesting. Here's the thing. I love Marvel stuff. Even though I've had some nitpicks about certain Marvel movies, whether it was agendas or just wasn't the best story or whatever. This movie, I, I just feel like I've been pretty bored. I was watching it, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm kind of wow. bored. It it feels disjointed. It's it's kind of a bizarre story. It is definitely not up to the level that Marvel has been doing with all of their other stuff at all. It's not exciting. Yeah. The story's hard to follow. The char- characters are mediocre. Uh, they didn't have a lot of necessary development. Like they had some development, but it just kind of like, eh, okay, that that wasn't really necessary. Most of the characters weren't even likable or even relatable. The music was wow. fair. I mean, honestly, I would give this movie a meh rating at best. Oh. And I own every Marvel movie. And this is probably the first one that I would say, yeah, I don't need this. I don't need to own oh, this one. So web.
0: I guess you could call this a Marvel DC crossover then because most of the DC movies are kind of meh, right? So
1: I I keep the DC movies over this one.
0: <laughs> wow. it's, it's not
1: that good. I mean, it, it's not that it's a bad movie or anything upset me or anything. It's just like, wow, this really kind of, and there's a lot of big actors in it too. So yeah. I mean Angelina Jolie's in it. It's just kind of like uh, really,
0: but she, she's done she's, some bad she's stuff at too. The place, yeah, she's at the place in her career where she'll just kind of like like remember what remember when uh, Sean Connery was near the end of his career. He yeah, was League of Extraordinary just the most questionable movies. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: I'm not surprised. Yeah, uh, although League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was kind of fun, but it wasn't. T- I just didn't enjoy it that much. But I know some people really liked good. it. Anyway, I to me Eternals is okay, but I got to tell you is. Who who else has seen Eternals, by the way? If if you've seen Eternals, tell us what your thoughts were. Comments below on the YouTube channel. Contact us with the podcast. It's totally up to you. But tell us what your thoughts were. I am actually very curious to know if you liked it or if you're kind of on the same side as me. And I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just curious because maybe I missed something about it. I I don't know.
0: I got to watch it so I can compare my <sighs> reaction to yours now. So, yeah.
1: I'm a huge fan of the Happy Madison movies, you know, Adam Sandler's company. Right. And so I usually just watch them whether or not they're good. I watch them anyway, just cause it's fun. And I saw this <laughs> new one come up called home team and I thought, okay, cool. Adam Sandler style. You know, he's not in it, but let's go into his wife's in it. Of course, Jackie Sandler. She's in it. She's in almost all the movies. Well, oh, okay. This one has Kevin James in it, which of course appears in a lot of the happy Madison movies these days. But what's interesting about this one is that it's based on an actual true story. Oh, which I don't think he's really done before. Or Happy Madison. I don't, I don't no. think that company's done that. Not that I know of. That shocked me because I thought, okay, well, wait, this looks like a real story, and then it said based on a true story, and I'm like, is this a joke? You know, because it's it's Happy Madison. And so I looked up it and was like, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's not. No, okay. <laughs> Granted, it's a Happy Madison interpretation of a true story, and of course, things right. are going to be a little more ridiculous because of that. And I think it's got lower. The ratings are lower because of that. It's like, well, it's based on a true story, but it's still got the water boy humor in it. Eh, Who cares though? It's fun. Okay. So it's based on the true story about coach Sean Payton from the new Orleans saints. And this was from the 2012 scandal was the bounty gate scandal where they were accused of uh, basically paying out bonuses, AKA bounties for two players, by the way, for them to go and injure opposing players intentionally the actual movie so far is about uh, because he was suspended for the entire 2012 season and so he went and he coached his son's football team and you know kind of oh, like okay. oh i'm going to spend more time with my son and stuff so it's it's intended to be more about the relationship there and you know the heartwarming stuff that kind of happens but it has a little bit about the you know the the, the scandal that went on and apparently they were right. all i i i don't know i need to look more into it i was not i'm not a big football fan so i don't, I don't know the history behind that but he still coached after that and i think he just stepped down this year is that right I want to say so I don't know you football yeah. fans would know more than I know about that but anyway it's it seemed it's good so far I like it awesome we're watching a lot but you know me it's like I, yeah. I, I say it over and over and over I jump from thing to thing and I watch a little here a little here a little here and then eventually I'll finish them all up you know and say oh that was really good and stuff but yeah, that's it's been, the spice it's of life fun. man that's it totally fun. is just that's like this
0: again I'm just so thankful that we live in a time where there's so much to watch and no matter who you are, or what your tastes are, there's something out there for you to watch. There's lots of some things for you to watch. So so true. So we're we're yeah. really lucky in that regard.
1: It is. It, you're right. I mean, it really is a cool time. So yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. That was fun. Uh we we, you know, we love doing this every time. So we are still going through the Book of Bubble Fett. If you want to watch those, they're only on the YouTube channel. So go check them out over at youtube.com slash the Links are we're all in the short. show notes. Yeah, they are sure. We're we're yeah. trying to keep them uh, you know, twenty ish minutes or less sometimes, sometimes a little more mm-hmm. depending on the episode. But we are going through them, giving our honest thoughts and stuff like that. We're having fun with it. Um, and then we've we've reviewed the Matrix. We still are talking about doing some other stuff. I've got some new stuff, you know, I'm cooking up here. So uh be be you know, standing by for that. I'm not gonna mention anything until it's um actually official, but good. fun stuff, man. So we're having a good time. But anyway, uh yeah, description below for YouTube, show notes. You can go to realbrianshow.com for all of that good stuff. And we we'd love to hear from you. So By the way, Bianca, shout out. Thank you so much. Huntress, I just want to say thank you for for responding in the comments. It's been fun to to hear from you and stuff like that. So yeah, please send us your thoughts. Send us your comments. We'd love to hear. Let's get the conversation going. I mean, you know me, I'm a people person. I like to talk (laughs) and I like to listen. He does like to talk.
0: (laughs) Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If I shave my head, could I become a superhero known as the Bald Eagle? Of course not. Superheroes tend to be in shape and have more than just great abs. Maybe I could be called Ab Man and defeat villains with my powerful crunches.
1: Wow, well, you know what the music means? You know what I'm thinking is Captain Ab instead of Ahab? Oh, yeah, yeah. Captain Abs. Maybe to... the Abster, the Abmeister.
0: Uh, I'm doing squats. The. Get my thighs up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real Brian Show is signing off. Have a glorious week. Talk to you The then. Real Brian Show
0: is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.